Hey y'all and welcome to Favorite for the Win, a husband and wife take on sports and life where it sounds like a good fight even when we agree. I'm Shannon Favorite. And I'm Greg Favorite. And here we are. We've been off for a couple of weeks, had to go to Vegas. Happy birthday, baby. Woo! Vegas, baby! So we'll leave Vegas in Vegas, um, but we did have some fun, wouldn't you say? Yes, absolutely. Perfect. So let's get into this. I'm going to start with an amuse-bouche. I'm pulling an audible right here. Khalil Mack doesn't want to play football. Yeah, so <laughs> last year, and this is all goes back to last year when the uh, Raiders traded the franchise, or the pass rush, if you will, for some first-round picks, and they stockpiled some picks, but obviously clearly hasn't turned into Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack doesn't want to play football. He uh, wants to be football. Greg, he's been sick. He's absolutely been sick. That's all I'm going to say about that. Khalil Mack doesn't want to play football. He is a game wrecker. He is an absolute game wrecker. I mean, through the first – look, it's it, we're a quarter – we basically we're wrapping up the quarter mark of the first quarter of the season. Absolute game – like, if you look up game wrecker in the dictionary, if that is a thing, he, there's Khalil Mack right there. He is – there were times where we've seen where he is being double teamed and he bull rushes them and gets through double teams. And when he gets through the double teams, then holding is called on the offense and he still gets home. I'm it just is saying, unbelievable. His ability to get to the ball, the strip sack, the past two weeks he's had two strip sacks that I've been like, I don't want to be the person holding on to that ball. Yep, I know. And, you know, the funny, the other funny part about the whole thing is, is too, is everybody else gets better. Yeah. Because you're so worried about, you're so worried about 52 that now you have all these other guys that are coming out. And, look, they, Floyd was a first-round pick, the kid from Georgia. They're other, on the opposite end. Um, and then, but then you have the the D tackles. You have a lot of guys. You have other guys getting home now. Ha ha, Clinton Dix. He can play football. He yeah. can play defense. But it's 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 hilarious because for six years in Green Bay, ha ha, Clinton Dix was like, oh, well, bust. He's a bust. He's a bust. He's a bust. He comes to Chicago, and now in that scheme and everything else, now he gets turnovers. He recovers fumbles. He scores touchdowns. Uh, and like and it, and and again, they have all pros. They have all pros at every level on that defense. That defense and, is sick, and it's it's tough. Like if they're, they're if once they get once the quarterback gets real comfortable with that system, in Trubisky, they're they're, they're going to be a tough out. It's safe to say the monsters of the midway are back. And by the way, there's a couple of things. Cold weather. We know Chicago gets Ooh, cold, they, and they love and, that. Cold and, weather. and by the way, there's two things to travel in the NFL: running game and defense. Agreed. And they have both. Agreed. Agreed. So, moving on. Let's get on to college football. Quick take on your top four. Um, I'm going to go Clemson. I, I'm putting Clemson in there because like they're the defending national champs. And, I yes, agree. they looked very sluggish yesterday, very sloppy, poor. I don't still expect gonna, it to continue. Yep, still going to put them in there. And I still think that they have the best player in the country in Trevor Lawrence. I, I, I do still. Uh, hasn't played up to that, but I still think they have the best player in the country. And the most complete team, maybe I think they have the most complete team. Um, and then I'm going to go Alabama number two just because, you they, they again, they played in the national championship last year and they still haven't lost. I'm going to go Georgia three, and I'm going to go LSU four. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I think Ohio That's State is right there. strong SEC lineup I, I, right I think there. I think Ohio State is right there. I think you, I could put Ohio State. I really love what Justin Fields is doing at Ohio State. I think that um, 
he is also a dark horse for the Heisman. But I, the athleticism of Justin Fields and how he's play, and how they're playing, you could be there. But I love. I don't know that Ohio State's defense is as good as LSU's, and LSU now has. And I've said a couple weeks ago. They have a passing game. This isn't this isn't our LSU team that we're used to. I this agree. is this is the new LSU where we could they throw the ball all around a yard and they throw for five hundred and thirty yards. Here's the problem. Okay, you can give your top four. Don't tell me the problem of my what? top four. I, give no, your top I'm, four. Here, here's my problem. I like your picks. That's my problem. So then, Alabama, whom I have picked as to win the national championship game. Clemson, because until they lose, you can't count them out. Until they lose, like they're the defending national champions. Yeah, correct. We're unfortunately, you can tell them whatever you want to, but then they get into the room and they do all these things at week eight. They consider that. Yep, correct. You can't tell them that they don't. Um, Oklahoma, if they don't lose, they're they're in. If they don't lose, they're in. Correct. Oh, I agree. If they don't lose, they're they're in. And yeah, if they don't lose, they're in because. That, but there's there's always that game, especially in the Big 12, where they play. Because I, I, I just, I'm not a fan of the Big 12. I'm not a buyer of the Big 12. I because get it. I don't believe. Uh, they recruit offensive players to play defense in the Big 12. I get it, but there's they no way they're. Defense. Yeah, but there's no way they're letting three teams in. College football playoffs, four teams, they're not letting three SEC teams in. My fourth pick, sticking with them. Well, hold on. I don't want to cut you off, but I'm going to because they're not going to be. Three SEC teams because those all those teams play each other. I know, but so. you you picked four teams and you picked those three. There were three SEC teams, and so my fourth team, Penn State. Oh yeah, wait for it. I'm liking them. I'm liking them a lot actually. And plus, you know, we'll get to it in a second when we talk about our fourth. Quarter my only take on Penn State is James Franklin is is well, and I said this to you the other day. Boy, do that! I said this to you on Thursday night, right when we were watching the game. Was that Friday night? That was Friday night. Friday, Friday night when we were watching that game, and I said, it, "You could say whatever you want, but Penn State has never had more athletes than they've had in 15 years." I agree. And it, he's hell of a recruiter, but he will find a way to coach his way out of that thing. And by the way, they have to go to Columbus this year. I know. I'm excited about that actually. All right, so let's let's follow that up with uh, first quarter Heisman favorite now. Have you changed your decision? From Trevor Lawrence? Yes. I have. Here's what I'm going to tell you. So this is funny because I'm actually I'm, I'm actually going to go with somebody, not Jerry Judy, because I know I get all excited and talk about <laughs> Jerry Judy and all those and all those guys in Alabama that basically I take all the all, all the guys in Alabama that basically take these sluggos oh. and go and like if he's even he's leaving. That's all. The, that's all the I'm Alabama receivers saying. do. I know who you're. Oh, okay, okay, because they play all that defense in the Big Twelve. I'm sorry, I'm giving it away. I'm, go ahead. No, I'm actually going to go with Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin, the running Holy back. From I think he's been the most – I think four weeks in, he's been the most impressive player. He absolutely – when they that, – that Wisconsin offensive line absolutely last week just destroyed Michigan. Yeah, um, they, did. They, they did. Like, they, like, they boat raced them, and it was 35-14, but it was a boat race, and they just got out-physicaled. I get it. Um, so, I'm, Jonathan Taylor right now, for my money and the production, and I – and I'm just not a Wisconsin fan. I'm not a Big Ten fan. Ron Dane. Ron Dane. Ron Dane. Yep. Yeah, he, okay. He won the Heisman. Yeah, but, dude, Jonathan Taylor, 
Um, and don't forget, Melvin Gordon was in the in the conversation too. Now I agree. Well, I'm sitting um, thinking Ron Dane. I'm sitting thinking that was probably the most boring Heisman win ever. Yeah, because he ran for two thousand yards. Mm-hmm. We get it. It was, just like, it was just like Ricky Williams. Like, yeah. okay, give the it year to before him. they had to give it. Well, they like, had to give it, it to Ron Dane. Yards. The excuse they gave for Ricky Williams, they had to then give it to Ron yeah. Dane the year after. I I just don't know that we're that in that said? spot anymore. Where running backs are going to win Heisman's. I think you have a better chance of of wide receivers winning them. I, I you know, but. In my opinion, right now for for the money and like, look, it also has it's the best player in the country. I get it. I you know right now for me, Taylor for Wisconsin's the guy. My guy is still Tua Tagovailoa. I'm st- I'm sticking with him. I know that you got Jalen Hurts over there, but I think what I think if Tua can show if Tua can show up against LSU, and and in the SEC championship game against who we believe is going to be Georgia, potentially maybe Florida. If he can show up in both those games, it's going to be hard he to ha- say. Don't forget now, he has three ranked games left. Well, yeah. okay. Auburn. I'm counting, counting the SEC champion. I'm counting, yeah. I'm counting them getting to the still SEC Still has Auburn, game. still has LSU. And then Georgia, if they would play Georgia in the SEC title game. Yeah. So if he plays big in those games, it's going to be tough not to put him in there because he's already thrown for 400-plus yards now, a game. the SEC championship won't matter because they'll probably have – most everybody will have their votes in by then. Quite frankly, yeah, but, should should. But LSU, Alabama. But he still has two. He it's how he plays against these ranked opponents. I agree. It's, it could be the difference maker for him. I agree, and he has some real tests to go through. Yep. I mean, he honestly does have some yep. real tests to go. Through. If I'm not mistaken, that's in Baton Rouge this year. That's ooh, woo, ooh. a little stinky. Hey, first of all, let's make sure everybody wears their big boy pads and wears and buckles that second loop on the chin strap. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, so moving on, and we decided to dedicate this show kind of to first quarter disappointments. So college, both college and pro, both right? college yeah. and pro. We're going to start with college. Um, what What do you have? Who, My, who's your biggest disappointment right now? The Michigan Wolverines. Absolutely, I was riding that train. Man, what? I was on that pony. I was what? on that on that Jim Harbaugh pony. And I agree. I just. I started to get concerned when I watched them against Army. And you was know like, the worst part about this Ugh. is the worst part about this is they're three and one. Yes, <laughs> like we're 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 disappointed in them, and they're three and one. Yeah, they could only be one game better. They're three and one. They played a Wisconsin team who they got I, smashed. I, I would just like to point out oh. that Wisconsin doesn't have a quarterback. No, they got smashed. Okay. Their quarterback yesterday completed his first pass of 20-plus yards yesterday. I agree. All you have to do is stop the run, and you got pushed around. They got You shoved. were owned. Yeah, they were. They like, I were. just don't – I don't even – I don't – I'm just so disappointed. But they're In the offense – and, like, here, here, here's my – I got it. They're 3-1. and one. But they still have to go to Columbus, which I they know. will get boat raced out there. I Has agree. anybody seen this Justin Fields kid? I mean – He is a fun watch – they are good because of Justin Fields. I get, oh, okay, by the way, I'm just sitting there watching the replay on TV as Trubisky rolling over on his shoulder. That's completely separated. That, look, that looked Luckily gross. Luckily it's his left and not his right. I agree with that, but he's going to be out for a couple of games. Anyway, back to college ball. So, yeah, I agree with you with Michigan. Like I said, they're 3-1, and one, but we're still disappointed. They're the biggest disappointment, in my opinion. Just watching them play has been hard. It's painful. It's your your head coach is supposedly, and an I love him. He's an offensive guru. He's a right? quarterback guy. He's an offensive guy. We've seen and it. their offense. It's not supposedly. Uh, by the way, 1966 called and wants their damn offense well, back. But it's not supposedly, Greg. We've seen this. He did it. 
San Diego. Not San Diego State. San Diego. Yes. Stanford. I, San Francisco. He's done it. We've. By seen the way, you know who you know you know who were there was also other people in, that had their hands in that mix. One was David Shaw. The other one was Greg Roman. I don't want to talk about David Shaw right now. He's hurting my feelings. I mean, I, I know I don't. I can't expect Stanford so to win your, the Pac-12. Who's your, who's your biggest disappointment? It was actually Michigan, and I was like I said, I was looking at it earlier. I was like, they're my biggest disappointment, but they're three and one. So how disappointed am I really? And I'm going to do a little Homer thing right here. The other disappointment that I have here is Tennessee is has won one game this year, and mm-hmm. well, I understand. Jerry Pruitt has only had one full actual recruiting class since he's been there because he started late in the game two years ago because of the debacle that was trying to find a head coach for the yeah. University of Tennessee. But, you know, and I know you got to rebuild in this whole, that whole, we got to get rid of that whole brick by brick thing that happened uh, previously. But I'd like Tennessee to win a few more games. And right now, I don't know where that's going to come from. I'm mean, looking at Missouri, maybe. Yep, you know it's so funny though. By the way, I'd like to just give one shout out to the University of Pittsburgh. Thank you. So now I don't have to listen to UCF fan or anybody in UCF <laughs> and these small and these yes. small and these small FBS schools that aren't are non Power Five. Oh, we we went and we played everybody. So shout out last week to Pitt. By the way, they ran they ran the Philly special. Even they they ran Philly Philly <laughs> to, to win the game. It so shout hilarious. out to Pitt. Shout out to uh, the the twenty two thousand people that were at Heinz Field. <laughs> I'm laughing at my own joke. Really, uh, but really, shout really out to Pitt. Thank you. Thank you because you <laughs> lost to a, a bad ACC team. And you're talking about like, oh, we're a national title contenders. No, actually you're not. You can go back to your little small power, your small non-power five school and your small non-power five program and just keep trying to play the big fellows. Thank you. Is that all you got? Yeah, that was it. I just had to get my <laughs> shot in there. Are there any other teams that you want to talk about that are disappointing to you? No, other than like you talked about Tennessee, and I think, like I said, it's time to move on from Garitano. He, this kid came they in. Already, and, they already moved him out. Uh, yeah, I know, but it, I was just, I was just pointing that out because it's like it's, it's time, it's terrible. Um, the other, the only other team I really just kind of a disappointment, but not really a disappointment, is like it's, it's expected every year. It's like the entire Pac-12 conference now has one loss teams. And they're gonna. They are out of the. They're going to be out of the playoff again. Another year, another Power Five conference that's yeah. not going to have another team. And it's just like, does anybody remember? Like, and and so and, and so for me, like USC and Pete Carroll, and I know, like, it's time to move on because he hasn't been there in forever. Do but you know back that? Back in the day, do you know that? Yeah, no, you don't, because they still have <laughs> Takeaway Tuesday, Turnover Tuesday. Like they still do no, Pete Carroll are, things. I told you they are not living in the Pete Carroll era. They are living. They are haunted by the Pete Carroll era. That's but why they're doing these. I things. would love to give a shout out to Reggie Bush, even though USC did beat Utah last week, even though they lost to UW this week. Shout out to Reggie Bush on the telecast on the Fox telecast because he th- th- those th- there were there were young men. <laughs> I don't want to say boys. <laughs> there were young men on the USC sidelines during or on on the USC team. During pregame warmups, with their shirts off, and Reggie Boy Reggie Bush gladly said, "Hey, go put your shirts on. You haven't won any national championships. You haven't won anything. The problem is there's no discipline, and this is my point with Clay Helton. It's not this no is why discipline. That's not their problem. They they're think that coached. they're more important than they are because and they're, they're not. USC." Again, like I said, they are haunted by the Pete Carroll era, which is why they still do Pete Carroll things there. Pete, I just remember that Matt Leiner was a true freshman and went all the way down and played a really good Auburn team. I believe Auburn was 
in the top 10 nationally on opening weekend. And Pete Carroll took that team. And boy, did they ju- they out-physical the, a great SEC team. I remember when they used to do that. Now they went. Now if they go to SEC country, they're going to get boat raced. Yeah, they're going to get smoked. That's true. That is true. I don't... I don't know what to tell you about USC, honestly. Like, at the end of the day, I don't think that... It's just a giant disappointment. I don't know why I get my hopes up every year thinking that they're back and they're not. Clay Helton's not the guy. Nope, sure isn't. Clay and Helton's by the way, as, an, as the athletic director at, at the University of Southern California, and I know Lynn Swan He's not resigned, there anymore. But when they do decide to hire another athletic director, which will be soon, your only job as the athletic director is to hire a damn football coach. Yeah. So find one. Get one, stick with him, stick behind him, and go. Well, that's what he was trying to do with Clay Helton. That's what he was trying to do. I know, but considering the instability... Stage is too big. It's like when Ohio State hired Lou Fickle. Yeah, but considering the instability that they've had at the head coaching position there since Pete Carroll's gone, I can see why... Because only those fire coaches! Okay, one, I got it. One got all boozed up. And decided to and, and, and take a pain pill. And the other one was left on the tarmac like he should have been. Yes. He was yeah. nurse. Yeah. The other one, I mean, so, like I said, considering their instability, and all those guys are Pete Carroll disciples, by the way. Yep. All those guys are Pete Carroll disciples. I understand what they were trying to do. Coach O, you should have hired Orgeron. Oh, that would have fit in Lord. real well. <laughs> I already told you about that. They weren't going to the West Coast. And whatever people sit there and say, there is a bias towards Southerners. And when you can't understand them, you think that they're stupid. Yes. That's the truth. True story. And FYI, especially on Ed my Orge, West Coast. And when Orgeron talks, sometimes it's like, I'm sorry, I don't know what just happened here. Exactly. Moving along, time to move on to NFL. NFL first quarter disappointments. What yeah. do you got? Number one, this one's going. This one's it's a little close to home. Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, mm. I think. You know, like, I like the trade for Minka Fitzpatrick. I know that that shows that they're kind of not punting on their season. Um, and then they're actually preparing for maybe next year when when Seven gets back. I still, the biggest disappointment for me is the defense has a ton. They've invested a ton of first round and a, and a ton of, and, and, and a ton of draft picks on the defense and even via free agency with Mark Barron, um, Joe Hayden, um, Minka Fitzpatrick. But then let's go even back 10 years ago now. Cam Hayward was a first-round pick. Like, yes, got it. They're later first-round picks. Devin Bush. These guys, like, it's a lot. And yet, death, taxes, and slot receivers against the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, You, they, they're going to have a field day. Still can't. There, there. I guess my biggest thing, and you've probably heard a lot of people talking this over the last three weeks. My biggest thing is, is with as much talent and your head coach, our head coach, that head coach, not our, because I'm not. I don't work for the Steelers. Sure. But Mike Tomlin is his staples defense. Yeah. So okay, let me finish. I'm not done. Yeah, but still, your your staple is head. Your staple is defense. Fix that, but my thing is too. Is it too complicated? Can we dumb? Do we need to keep it simple? Wait. Or do we need to eliminate variables because there are guys that are wide open last, running in the secondary? Last week, their defense was not the problem. 
Last week, their defense was not the game that I saw. Their defense, their defense is what kept them in the game last week. Oh, true story. But they're, they're, but your, your when defense you're on needs the to step field, up when you're starting a, a quarterback that's never started a game before. I get, Two weeks ago, they you, lost 28-26 to a Seattle team. Russell Wilson threw for 350 damn yards. I'm not disagreeing with that, but they got to get better. They got to improve. And literally in one week, we did see some hope last week. But if they're on the field as much as they were, how how are you going to expect them to play good? You can't expect no, the defense and, 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 to play the well other, like and that. And the other the other disappointment for that team, the other disappointment for that team has been the offensive line. To be quite honest with you, and like they're they're not running the ball. The offensive line the has ball. not been good recently. They're not running the ball well. It's so they like, so little, 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 that's my that's my first biggest disappointment of the first half. Um, and I would say the second team that really has been. A disappointment has been the Denver Broncos. They are 0-4. I suspected with... By the way, I don't know if they got a sack today against Jacksonville, but three games in with, with Bradley Chubb and former Super Bowl MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, Va- uh, Von Miller. I almost said Von Ted Perfect for whatever reason. <laughs> Von Miller. They have they had zero sacks. They also have a super, another Super Bowl MVP on uh, uh offense. Yes. Yes. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco! I'm just saying, and I'm wacko for Flacco, by the way, but I don't, I didn't believe in this head coaching hire in the first place. I didn't. I really didn't. I, I don't know who I wanted well, there. It's just like I said, and I believe I said about 30 minutes ago, there's a reason why it took him 30 years to get a head coaching job. I agree, but I, I, yes, I completely there's a reason. agree with that. There's a reason. Like, like when it takes you 20, I, I shouldn't say 30 because he's been in the league for 30, but there's a reason why it took you 25 or 20 years to get a head coaching job. Agreed. And I think that anytime you see a lack of cohesiveness in a team, it points back to discipline and head coaching. Uh, like, it does. And you've mentioned two teams that I feel like, and I'm not saying that Mike Tomlin is a bad leader by any means because I think he's a great leader, but it's time for him to step up with this team and pull them together. Yep. And I don't know what the hell's going on well, over the, there. The, the, only, the only thing, it's not even step up and pull the team together because I think the team's together. It's like clean up all the dumb mistakes. That's Clean that's, it up. That's pulling well, them like, together. It's Greg. like last year when I said to you about the penalties. Yeah. And this year now we're back to – Guys, just running open in the secondary. So anyway, let's move on. So no, let's let's talk. Let's keep on that though. When you're talking about penalties, right there, it's not a disappointment to me, but I want to bring it up. It's disappointing to watch week over week, but the Cleveland penalties, their lack of discipline is is, is disappointing to me because they're supposed to be professionals. It's not surprising. Right. When you again, we go back to the first year head coach who his job last year was to manage four people. This year, it's to manage sixty three, counting the. I sit there and watch them on this like. 12 pe- coming into today. 12 penalties per game. 12 penalties per game. 36 penalties. They had six today, so. Congratulations. <laughs> you, you cut it in half. Six Woo-hoo. is actually good. Okay. <laughs> it is. I know. Um, six is actually good, but you're averaging 12 penalties per game. I just think they lack maturity when I watch them 100%, play. 100%. That's exactly what it is. And as soon as they get into adverse situations, There's, they lose control. Baker Mayfield, even as a four-year starter in college, was never a grown-up. He grabbed his crotch and tried to run from the cops, which, by the way, I wish they would have put on his scouting video of his speed trying to run from the cops when he was drunk in college. I just know saying. all I need to know about his maturity and if he's matured at all based off of his comment back to Rex Ryan. Yeah. Which, darn it, you took my funniest thing. All right, we'll talk about it later then. I'll, I'm just, I'll leave it right there and we'll talk about the funniest thing in a minute. I want to go on, I want to continue down in the AFC North because there's a couple, there's some, there's another disappointment that I have there. 
Baltimore defense. I said to you last week, I asked you, actually, I didn't say to you, I asked you, I was like, is Baltimore's defense real? And, and I said, Shaden, they haven't played they, anybody. They've played Miami and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And here's my thing. And I'm not, I, I, like, I, I, I appreciate what Baltimore does. I appreciate what John Harbaugh does. He's one of the best coaches we have in this league. I said that probably our first episode. Sure. Here's the thing. You can't give away your best defensive player and arguably one of the best middle backers in football in Mosley. You can't. There's a reason why he got 73 million bucks. Okay? You can't give him away and expect that you're just going to plug and play that guy. It just doesn't work like that. So, yeah, their defense isn't. And, by the way, Jimmy Smith, who is a really good shutdown corner, he is. He's a great press man corner. Hasn't been out there. And... One position, and I, I I like Earl Thomas. You know, I think Earl Thomas is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I think that through that Legion of Boom back in the day, not, and I say back in the day because he's been in the league 10 years now, but he when he got hurt is when that back end suffered. They, He was the leader of that Legion of Boom, okay? The, the Legion With, of Boom was four years ago, yeah, by the way. Well, five years ago, but yeah, whatever. Um, at any rate, I don't believe it's just like wide receiver that you get older at safety and get better. I agree. And that, so we'll see. Again, there's still we're, we're a quarter through the season. It's it's the end of September. We're we're one quarter through. We'll see what happens. I know, but right now I'm sitting telling you Baltimore's defense is not as good as I wanted it to be. Right. We'll say that. My continuing along on disappointments. I don't know if it's a disappointment, but it's something I mentioned to you earlier, and I think it's worth mentioning right now. Quarterback injuries. Two Hall of Famers, one's on the IR for, or not, they didn't IR him because he's going to be out six weeks. Yeah. And then you have another Hall of Famer who's out for the season. By the way. But, quarterback, and and then you have Cam Newton, former league MVP as well. Um, Andrew Luck quit. Yeah, Andrew Luck quit. (laughs) He quit. quit. For his own health. For his own health. He quit. Which, by the way, Cam Newton kind of has hit his injuries where he's done the same thing. And by the way, they said this two weeks ago, I believe, on the Dan Levitard show, and I couldn't agree more. Cam Newton has the same injuries that made Andrew that has made Andrew Luck retire. Yeah, to quit. Or if by the will. way, and think Nick about the, Foles. By the way, the comparisons between the two uh, about Cam Newton. and Well, yeah, Andrew we Luck, talked about this. We talked, talked about this. The, yeah. the measurables are identical. Exactly. Identical. Strangely, they, they have they identical do a lot injuries. Of things. Strangely, they have the same injuries. Yeah. One just happened to quit. Yep. The only problem is, is the Carolina Panthers doctors didn't butcher a shoulder injury Agreed. that had to send a guy to Europe. Agreed. Okay, to get the right thing fixed. But if you don't know if it's affecting him, look at his clothing yep. choices. <laughs> but Just the see. other thing, too, with this, and here's the funny part, is you lose two Hall of Fame quarterbacks in Brees and Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger's not in contact, and Drew Brees, is injury, it wasn't because he got hit, it's because his thumb hit a helmet, yeah. which happens a lot. a lot. Yeah. So, like, those are the kind of, now the Nick Foles one, that's just, cla- that's just NFL being the NFL. It's a yep. tough physical game. Mitchell uh, Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky today, tough physical. Like, those are the ones. Yeah. But, yeah, you're seeing, and you, like you said, Josh you saw Allen. Trubisky today. Um, Josh Allen on a, on, a, on a hit that shouldn't be in, the, in this game. Like, dude should have gotten thrown out. Matt Stafford is hobbling around. Uh, yes. So, like, you're there. Like, and, and, like, so we talk about safety. They're talking about safety in this league. But quarter, the, that quarterback position, which is the only the, – let's be honest – the normal fan only knows the quarterbacks because usually you see them on the advertisements yeah. without their helmet on. Absolutely. But Most you, people can't point out Alvin Kamara. If you if you throw in Alex Smith, there are eight starting quarterbacks that are not playing right now Correct. due to injury. Yep. 
And that makes the league worse. It really does. It really does. My last and final disappointment in the first quarter is Dak Prescott. Not Dak Prescott, the player, because player out there is doing just fine. I'm so upset with the fact that the Cowboys have still not paid him. Pay that man his money. <laughs> pay him. <laughs> Seriously. Pay that man his money. Like, it, I, I'm, I'm going to talk about this until they actually pay him and do right by him. $2 million for a starting quarterback. Teddy, oh my God, Teddy Bridgewater. Makes $7.125 million. And He's he was the, the highest paid backup. And he was the backup. And he was the backup. This man is going to make over the total of his contract. $4 million. Bucks. $4 million. Went in the third round. Starting, starting quarterback. He replaced Tony Romo. He replaced your favorite player. Uh, yeah, I mean, but Tony Romo was undrafted too. Tony Romo started two seasons with the Cowboys. Tony Romo was undrafted. I say two. Dak Prescott was not undrafted. Dak Prescott went in the third or fourth round, which is they are absolutely leveraging this this rookie deal. The, they should be ashamed of themselves. Well, I I agree with you 100%. The problem is... I know that's the contract. I get that's the that's, contract. That's the deal, man. I get that's the contract, and I get Seattle paid Russell Wilson. And th- here's the thing. They did that out of the kindness of their heart. They didn't have to. All these he was other in the people, last year. You should but, never go into the last no. year of your deal without an extension. All I'm saying is I don't believe that the Cowboys are acting in good faith. That's all I'm saying. I, I agree. And by the way, when they when 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 this deal actually gets done, it, he like we're looking at back pay, bro. <laughs> like, like hey, like hey, that that hundred, I mean that one ten hundred million hundred and ten million guaranteed is going to be more like one thirty because you owe me twenty million bucks for last year. I told you, and I think I think I said this in episode two. The case for arbitration is right here. Yep, it is hundred percent. All right, so moving along, I'm tired of the NFL. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the first month, and I said this, you know, I said this week it's one, pre-season. week two. It's it's preseason. First, what weeks one through four aren't even like they're. It's like okay. there have been here there there have been good games. There have been, but, but overwhelmingly, I will I've say been, this: Thursday night was a good game for a Thursday night on a short week. Both oh, absolutely. teams on a short week, good Agreed. game. Agreed. Most impressive thing I saw this week. What do you got? Uh, Tony Romo. Tony Romo at the Safeway Open and at the Silverado Resort shoots 70 on Thursday. Didn't make the cut. Shot 78 on Friday, but I there as Jim Nance alluded to today, there are a few pros on there, a couple of them major winners that he shot better than on Thursday. I know we're only supposed to have one, but my second one I have to do this because it's my man crush. Shout out Larry Fitzgerald. Caught his 1,326th reception this year. Pro's pro in the essence. Platinum in character. Platinum in everything he has been his whole career. And really just even in college and everything else. Uh, and he's second behind Jerry Rice in total reception. So I just had to had to get that in there. Shout out Larry Fitzgerald. And by the way, it's had, it, it seems to me like 24 different quarterbacks in his career. <laughs> he's starting to be like Joe Thomas. Yeah. So my most impressive thing this week... Allison Felix has 12 world championship gold medals winning this week by winning the mixed gender four by 400 meter relay. Now, it's she's impressive. a badass dude. It's impressive because that's more than Usain Bolt. Yep. It's also impressive because it's her first as a new mom. And, you know, we followed Serena and her journey to win, yep. you know, hasn't won a major since she's, since she's been a mom, but yes, 
So we support it, appreciate it, and applaud it. And if you want to know how tough track is, yep. Her split for the 400 meters, 50.8. The best I ever got was like a 59. Yeah, but you also didn't run in college. No, I didn't. I, no, no, I'm you're saying. You're not an Olympic athlete either. No, that's the point. No disrespect. No, that's not disrespectful. I'm sitting there saying, I want everybody to know how hard this race is. Yep. Like that, this 400 meters is probably one of the trickier races that you will ever run. Oh, it's sure. called a sprint. Yeah. But if you've ever tried to sprint a full out 400 meters and you aren't prepared for that, you're going to get stumped. You're going to get worked on that. And so her first is a new mom. Nike let her contract expire because of a pregnancy clause. Yep. Not just her. Her, Kara Goucher, there have been other track uh, athletes that this Specifically has... women. Women. Specifically women. Well, not even specifically. Not, only no, women. No, only women, obviously. Other than Antonio Brown, but that's another story for another yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. But Nike let her contract expire. She got picked up by Athleta, so awesome job to them. But when we talk about like women's equality... And I'm I'm so happy for Serena that it didn't happen to Serena. That Serena fought for every single bit that she has, and she's well. That's still because with that's Nike. a that's a that's a brand. I mean, it I, is. Yeah. But how is Allison Felix not? She's the I, most. I I hear you. It's just that most. I know I'm with you. I, I, just, I agree 100. percent So shout out to Allison Felix. Yep. For being just a general badass and a mom. Yep. Next up, funniest thing I saw this week. <laughs> the funniest thing I saw this week was when Rex Ryan attacked Baker Mayfield as overrated, and Baker Mayfield said, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. Like Freddie Kitchens said, if you're not wearing the orange and brown, it doesn't matter. And then he said, that's why he's not in the league. If it didn't bother you so much, Baker, then why'd you say, well, that's why he's not in the league, as if you were taunting the guy that's on television. So clearly it bothered you, and it's funny, and the Browns are funny to me anyway. So we're gonna go keep we're gonna keep on the social media thing, and I'm gonna talk about Antonio Brown. Oh God. AB tweets like somebody else I know, incoherent, wears his feelings on his sleeves, and loves to be wrong. I got an idea, Tony. <laughs> the Steelers made you the AB brand, Tony. So remember that next time you're talking to somebody, Tony. Another week, another podcast. This is Favorite for the Win. See you next week. Everyone be well.